Welcome to What the Fox, Empowerment for Women. All right, and so welcome to What the Fox. Today we are on with Mary Gallagher, and she is with Amazing Day Academy. Um, Mary is putting together a summer program that actually starts this next Monday for, I believe it was ages second through fifth grade. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And so she is here to talk to us a little bit about that, about running your own business, about how difficult it is for parents to be able to teach their own kids and get them occupied in the summer. And Mary is actually a school teacher who is just doing this in the summer to try to help parents out. So welcome, Mary. Thanks so much, Sharon. It's great to be here and share this with your audience. I'm super excited. So what made you decide to start the Amazing Day Academy? Well, it honestly was inspired by this COVID pandemic. And when the schools closed and our classrooms were shut down and we were sent home to do distance learning for our kids, I um, was also in the process of taking some online business classes that I had started in January. And I was in the module that said, and this was probably the best advice I ever got, don't wait until you're an expert to serve and to help. Figure out what you can do right now and just start. And so that was like in module two. And so I, I just took that advice and I thought, well, I'm a teacher. Families right now need support because their kids are at home. And I started Amazing Day Academy to do just that. And honestly, I have not even gone back to module three yet because it has been so successful. And so it's a new business for me, but it's my regular business of helping children uh, really reach their full potential and helping families in that process as well. That is awesome. That is one of the things that I have heard from so many different coaches is just start because it doesn't matter if you have everything 100%. If you've got somebody who happens to come in and everybody ends up being a unique person anyway. And so you may have to change things a little bit anyway. So having things completely lined up doesn't always work out. So it's better just to start, get your feet in the, you know, in the door or off the floor or any of those type of things and stuff yeah. to be able to actually get going. So that's great. Yes, absolutely. And it really is making me appreciate my students so much more because there's so much that I'm having to learn. Build a website, build an email list, do marketing, do Facebook. And so it really has given me an appreciation for that learning process and kind of having that beginner's mind. And it gives me so much more empathy for my students who are always learning new things in my classes. And really that my job is to support them and be a real cheerleader so that they can you know, keep that growth mindset and just keep that learning momentum going. So for those who have second through fifth grade students, what kind of things, um, I know you have it on your website and Facebook and stuff, but what kind of things are you actually gonna be talking about or helping guide them through over this series of courses and stuff for the summer? Yes, um, and I'm so excited to share this uh, summer lineup. It's six classes, and we start uh, with week one, June 15th, which is uh, called Spark Poetry. And then in the next week is Awesome Slideshows, Ignite Journaling, Blast Podcasting, Epic Graphic Novels, and then we end with Encore Poetry. And so the main theme through all these classes is really helping students build excellent writing and communication skills. 
But because this is such a challenging time right now, uh, and because I'm also a certified high performance coach, I'm really infusing a lot of life lessons and kind of those heart skill lessons in these classes. So helping kids build resiliency, helping them have a growth mindset, helping them learn what to do if it doesn't go right the first time. Or, you know, just like the lessons that I've been learning is just get started. You know, that's better than not doing anything. So um, it's, it's about building writing skills, but also about building life skills. And then there's a big component of um, one of the concerns parents really have right now is that their kids are on the screens so much. And that's, that's a reality. That's a reality of distance learning. And that's a reality of uh, the summer because, you know, camps, parents might not feel comfortable sending their kids, kids to camp. So my main message to children in these classes is how can you go from being a passive consumer of media into an active and inspired creator? So can you create a poem and share it on the internet? Can you create a slideshow and send it to your family member? Uh, what can you do with journaling? You know, can you create your own podcast as, you know, an 11 year old? And so kids really resonate with that message. It, puts them back in the driver's seat. And I think it also gives parents a peace of mind that it's okay if your kids are on screens, but what matters is what they're doing and, and the quality of what they're doing. Absolutely. That is so neat. Um, especially with so many of the different things out there now. I mean, kids can start a podcast for free and stuff with the parent account, of course. Um, and I don't know if you've got a child account and everything that would be able to actually use for podcasts, but with podcast and with being able to self author um, through Amazon. And there's just, there's no reason that people have to wait for so long and then to develop some of those soft skills that people need when they get into the job market. So these are only second through fifth graders, but they're already having that drive and that success that is going to help propel them to continue to conquer through junior high and high school and into adulthood. And so that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's really exciting when at the end of, you know, a week, a kid has, you know, seven or eight poems that are, you know, ready to self-publish or, you know, that they can be going into middle school and say, well, I actually have a blog where I have my poetry or I have a podcast or I wrote a graphic novel. I mean, those are really cool things that the child can take pride in. And, you know, the family can say, hey, we have a podcaster in our family. You know, how cool is that? When I was growing up, that wasn't available for us. So it's really just about helping kids exercise their creativity, build their self-confidence and um, build those communication skills. I think those three C's are help kids really have, um, build their success and just build a really strong self-concept along the way. Yeah, that's great. And so for parents that have struggled, um, this definitely would help for if they have a second through fifth grader, and I keep emphasizing that age group and everything because that's the age group that you've had it. But if they have any age group of students um, and they've been struggling with trying to um, teach them, they've basically become a lot the teacher. I mean, a lot of them have felt like they've been the teacher and depending on the school system that they've been in, some of them may have been the teacher. Some schools right. not actually have had the teachers continue to actually teach the kids. Um, I know my nephew had to teach his daughter who was in kindergarten how to read. And mm -hmm. he's like, that was for school. That was not for me. <laughs> it's like, how do you do this and stuff? And so um, do you have any, like, and we can include them in the description and stuff, but any suggestions for different places that are good to have your kids go and still be able to be that 
creative um, person online. So if they're going to be online anyway, at least they would be doing something productive. Do you have any suggestions for the different websites for that? Yeah, absolutely. And I first just want to um, say to all the parents, like, welcome to the teacher club. You had uh, a fast track experience. And just to be gentle with yourself on how the last few months went, you didn't get to go through a master's program like I did and receive, you know, student teaching and support, but you did the best you could and your kids are going to be all right. And this is going to be uh, a family lore, you know, experience that will be part of your family history. And so, you know, finding ways to honor and celebrate that. And, you know, now that for most schools are now done, I think um, just taking the time to reflect on what you just went through is really important. So you can, you know, build the stamina um, to keep that up. And then in terms of the summer for keeping kids engaged, I think it's important to say, Oh, to, to give yourself grace and know that it's okay if my kid is online a little bit more. But like I said before, what, uh, what can you do to make that a high quality experience? So, you know, in my classroom, we have classroom jobs. One of the jobs is the inspirer. And that student is responsible for, for finding an inspiring video to share with the class. So you could integrate that into your own house. You know, once a week, you, you request that your child goes and finds an inspiring video, perhaps to share at dinner time, and they could write a few sentences as to why that's inspiring. So whatever your child is doing online, just give it more purpose instead of like, here's the iPad. You could say, I'm gonna send you on a iPad scavenger hunt. And these are the things I want you to find. An inspirational quote, you know, an inspiring photo. Um, or, you know, a video or something to share to later share with the family, I think gives kids that sense of purpose. And there are lots of, um, you know, kid safe websites like National Geographic for Kids is a great one um, where they can search, you know, safely search things and um, just to give kids a sense of purpose and that their contribution in their media consumption matters to the family. And, you know, the, the videos that my students have come up with sometimes gives me goosebumps and brings the whole class to tears because they're so beautiful and uh, heartwarming. That's really neat. I hadn't thought about that. I've recommended that parents go, like, let their kids go out for walks, grab the phone, find out from the child's eyes what they deem as the important things. And so I know as we've gotten older and stuff, then you don't stop and smell the roses, but the kids yeah. do. And right. so walking around with my niece one time and stuff, and she was like two and a half, three years old, we walked by a bunch of rose bushes and I swear the child wanted to smell every single rose, <laughs> every single rose bush. And so like, but it's just like, let them point out those things. You know, maybe it's the blades of grass. Maybe it's the bug that was crawling on the blades of grass and being able to actually let the child kind of lead that experience of, you know, learning and giving them a chance to actually show from their eyes what they actually are, you know, what they want you to see. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I mean, you just inspired me with a new activity idea of like a pandemic photo journal. <laughs> you know, hand over your There's phone to your child and let them create this pandemic photo journal where they add a caption to each photo and, you know, you can print that out and then you have that. Um, yeah, it's really putting kids in the driver's seat when they know that they have autonomy, their, their imaginations will just take off. Yeah, the, it's amazing that, especially at that age, then you do still have the imagination. You have the pretend friends. You have the, yeah. you know, life that, you know, everything is possible. 
And as you get older, you forget that everything is possible and you let society or you let the world kind of crush your dreams instead of believing that dreams can still come true. And so really taking advantage of having the children around and stuff. I miss that part of my kids, but (laughs) because my kids are all older now. And so I don't get to experience those anymore. I get to wait for grandkids someday, but I'm not (laughs) not pushing just in case they're listening. Um, (laughs) They, you know, but it's just, it's nice to be able to let the kids feel like that they have an impact on their uh, life and on their home, you know, situation and stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, children, I always say, are my greatest teachers, and that's a perfect example, teaching us to have that open imagination, teaching us to believe that anything is possible. And they just, they're optimistic by nature because they haven't been worn down by life yet. So absolutely. So if a person wants to work with you, um, I know we are going to put the link and stuff in the description, um, but it's not too late to join, correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's not too late to join. And each class runs for a week, uh, Monday through Friday. And the two time options are 11 to 12 uh, Pacific Standard Time. And then there's an afternoon class of 1 to 2 Pacific Standard Time. And uh, once you register, I will send you a Zoom link. And then every day I'll see your child online for some inspiring uh, learning. So basically their commitments, probably five hours a week then for them to be able to look online? Yeah, yeah, one hour a day for five days. And then that's all that's required. There's no homework or graded assignments. My goal is really for this not to feel like pressure, not to feel like school, but to really feel like something kids are coming to um, to be creative and to really take the reins in their own learning. And so there are lots of um, assignments that I will provide as options. And most of my students take them on in some way, shape or form, but the only commitment is just the five hours uh, of class. So if somebody needs to keep their kids occupied and not feel guilty about it, this is a great option. Absolutely, thank you. And for all um, the listeners, I have a special discount um, to save 20% on all classes. You can use the code Uh, save 2020 with the word save in all caps. We can put that in the description too. Awesome. So would you like to uh, leave the listeners with anything else and stuff from teacher to parent um, and uh, post COVID, et cetera? Yes. I mean, I think, I think it's important to keep the perspective of what do you want your child to remember most during this time. And even though that school's over, it's gonna be picking up again um, soon in a few months. And we don't know what that's gonna look like in terms of in-person learning or distance learning. And so don't sweat the small stuff. Don't stress about the worksheet or that your child is doing the assignment right. Because at the end of the day, do you really want them to remember that perfect score they got on the worksheet? Probably not. You want them to remember you know, how your family came together and the special experiences you had because of COVID the fun traditions you started because of this pandemic, even in the difficulty that as a family, you still, still found the light. So that's, that's my uh, final message. And if you need help finding the light, join my class because I want to be the bright spot in your child's day. And I take that role very seriously. And it's something that gives me absolute joy. Yeah, that we've talked about that some and everything, but basically there's going to be kids that look back on this and 
they look back on it. I mean, it's history. It's going to be in the history books. That was one of the first things that my 13 year old said was, oh my gosh, we're living history. And I'm like, yes. we're always living history, but this one will definitely be a highlight in the history books. But if there's going to be some kids that are like, yeah, you know, my mom had to go to work and I never got to see her because, you know, she was working medical and they're not really understanding. And there's others that are going to have mom and dad lost their jobs but there's going to be others that no matter what it was that was going on, it's, yeah, we got to spend a lot more time together and we got to actually, you know, go places and do things as far as a family as, and just maybe it's the not go places and do things as far as buildings, but just maybe they go camping or maybe they got to go for walks and maybe they got to take advantage of doing that on a regular basis. And so what the kids remember is not necessarily what you think they're going to remember. And so making sure that you try each day to impact them on a memory that you want them to have. Right. Right. And in, in spite of all the chaos, in spite of all the fear and all those grown up things that are terrible, you can still um, be a role model for your child and make sure that what they remember is um, something beautiful. So that is great. And thank you, Mary, for joining us today. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. And um, we will talk to you all soon. Make sure you check the description to uh, sign up for Mary's Amazing Day Academy.